talking about you loving me. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news. Trending topics and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers. With you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. We over here jamming already. You know, Andy had to hit us with the jam already. Happy heavenly birthday to the Barry White. Oh, my goodness. And that's the jam, too. Andy knows what he's doing all the time. Woo! I'm telling you, that is the jam. Okay, all right. Well, it is Tuesday, and we have another great show for you lined up today. I'm really excited to talk about it with a fantastic contributor that we have for you guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm jamming over here. We 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 grooving. We be grooving on this show. Well, listen, if you do want to call in. I encourage you to do that. You can call in at 1-800-920-1580. You could also join us right now over in YouTube. That's so much fun engaging with you guys and listening or watching, rather, your opinions on the matter. And then uh, to, to see you guys sort of go back and forth, that's kind of cool, too. So definitely join us, KBLA 1580. That's at our YouTube. And that's all of our social media platforms, as a matter of fact. And please, if you have not already download our uh our kbla 1580 app you can do something called open mic which is the feature that's at the bottom it's really cool you can say hello uh to any of your uh favorite people that you listen to here at the station or if you want to give your opinion on anything feel free to use that app as well all right i do want to go ahead and get into this um not too much of a of a of a of an update. I don't have any updates that I want to give to you guys, but that's all the better because we can really get in on our uh, our raw report. Andy, let's drop it. Now it's time for a breakdown. Okay, okay. Well, here's the deal. We want to know. This is this is one of those topics. This is really one of those topics where you are on one side or the other. What do you say about rich people? <laughs> rich, well, not just what do you say about rich people, but what do you say about rich people who are asking for donations? In this case, we're talking about Maui. As you know, they recently experienced the uh, the deadly wildfires over there in Maui. Oprah has property there, at land over there. She uh, is is she loves the people there. She was on site helping out as well. And as you know, we talked about it here on the Raw Report that Oprah, as well as The Rock. They, they got together and put together their own resources and they helped to start a, a relief fund called the, the Maui Relief Fund. And they did a video talking about it and uh, they are asking for donations. But the, the question and what we're going to break down today is what do you think about that? Some people are like, mm, I don't know, it's sitting kind of wrong, but we'll discuss that on the other end. We're also going to talk about Kevin Porter Jr. He is, uh, he plays for the Houston Rockets, and he was recently arrested uh, for domestic abuse with his girlfriend. I really want to talk about the fact that um, there seems to be sort of a culture. There are many things that we can point out as far as culture being concerned inside the, the uh, NBA, but this specifically we're going to talk about this and what the standards are, what needs to happen within the NBA. Uh, we will talk about that also on the other side. And we, we've got a question of the day for you as well. So you guys stay tuned, sit back, kick back, relax, kick your feet up, all that good stuff. We're going to get to it on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there.
Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at the Raw Report. Well, you already know. I like the fact that I'm never here to talk about these things by myself today. I have a wonderful contributor whom I love when she calls in. You guys love her too. Her name is Whitley J. Yates. Please welcome her to the Raw Report. Hello, Whitley. Hello, I'm so excited to be on the Raw Report today. Oh, thank you. And thank you for the energy. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Thank you so much. Always good to have you here. And uh, I definitely love talking about topics with you and breaking them down and getting your point of view. So uh, I'm, I really want to get into this right now. We have we got to break this down, you and I. And please, if you're listening and you want to call in and you want to give your opinion on this matter, please do. We are talking about the fact that uh, Nick Cannon recent. I mean, he has a, a, a podcast, but what doesn't Nick Cannon have? I mean, Nick Cannon is all over radio, television, movies, all the above. Well, he was recently talking about um, the Maui Relief Fund that Oprah and The Rock had come out talking about. We actually have a clip that um, that I want to play for you guys. It's Nick Cannon discussing his point of view when they talk about the fact that both Oprah and The Rock have asked for money. They're both rich, but they've, they've asked for donations. Uh, can we go ahead and play this clip right now? Oprah and The Rock, people are, are blasting them both for asking to donate to Maui Relief, even though they have so much money themselves. That makes perfect sense. It does me. not. Like, they are the richest people in the world. Just because you're a millionaire or a billionaire or whatever the situation is, that does not mean that you have to help. You know how many calamities there are that rich See, people I, could throw I money I think at? it's a part of your responsibility I to give back. The Rock and Oprah have the friend circle to do that. They are showing visibility. They are showing, hey. But I can appreciate boots on the ground seeing Oprah helping. Oprah like was in the shelters, in the places with the people, passing out pillows, passing out covers. That's great. Doing the work. I love that. And they did kick off the fundraiser by dropping 10 million bucks Thank in the pot. You. It's it's in poor taste for a billionaire to ask anyone for money. I don't care what the situation is. Wow. Whoa. He said it's in poor taste. That came from Nick Cannon's mouth. Um, Whitley, where do you stand? I feel like there's only one of two places you can be on this particular subject. Do you agree with Nick Cannon that if you are rich, you have no business asking for donations because between you and whomever else, in this case, we're talking about Oprah and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, between the two of them, they can probably fund this entire thing, but yet they're asking for uh, donations. Where do you stand with it? Can I be honest? Please do. By all means. I think that when wealthy people utilize their platforms to get other people to notice issues, it's incumbent upon them to do that. I feel like that's a part of having those platforms. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of these platforms come with prominence and provision as Oprah is a multi billionaire i believe i don't know if the rock Dwayne johnson has multi any billions <laughs> he's a multi-millionaire and they've given millions of dollars themselves now it would be a different situation if they were asking people and they hadn't given they hadn't donated or done anything but they've given their own time resource treasure etc they've given millions of dollars to this and they're asking other people to give i don't understand why He's upset. I'm trying to find where his 
problem is Mm -hmm. because they're not talking to people making $35,000, Nick. They're talking to people like you making 20 million. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they're talking to their donor network and people within their circles. They're not asking the average Joe out here struggling to survive to donate to Maui. They're utilizing their platform to ask people who have the money to help as well. Mm. Um, that's that's even interesting that you say they're asking people, other people who have money. Um, I think his logic, I think a lot of people agree with Nick on this subject because the logic in it is that, Listen, the two of you and even your friends, if you want to make private conversations or private phone calls to your to your close knit billionaires club or multimillionaires club, they could all take care of this. I think that's the logic behind it. But for Nick Cannon to actually say it's in poor taste for any any pretty much any rich person to ask for money. I think that that is so uh, misinformed. Here's where I stand on the situation. They put this out publicly. They didn't say, if you have money, go ahead and donate. They put this out publicly. The reason why this is important, especially if you talk to anybody who's spiritual, um, people, well, let, let, I'm a, I'll step to the side for a second. I'll, I'll place that to the side, but I'm going to get back to the spirituality uh, thing in a second. But as a whole, when, when, you, when you're a civilian, when you just live in society, you want to know how you can contribute to the world you want to do anything you can to contribute to the world and for some people that is getting the clothes together in their closet and maybe donating to a nearby organization or um whatever the goodwill it doesn't matter Uh, some people will do that other people will when they go to the grocery store and they're checking out and you know on the little uh on the little machine it says do you want to donate an extra do you want to round up and donate the extra 20 cents to a, a particular hospital or a particular cause? Some people will do that. People have their different means of contributing to the world. We don't even know where that money goes, to be quite honest with you. I don't know, really, if, you, if you've ever done it. They do it to me all the time. Uh, do you want to donate a dollar? Do you want to round up and donate your change? And, I, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's fine, even though. I'm I'm hoping that you guys are doing what you say that you're doing with this extra money, but we don't know. Truth be told, we really don't know. But my point is that most people in the world want to contribute in any way that they can. So for some people, for them to put this out there, this could be a way that they feel that they're contributing to society. They're contributing to someone who who doesn't even live nearby. Now, the spirituality aspect of it, which I wanted to talk about, you know, in the Bible, uh, th- they talk about the fact that, uh, you know, sowing, cheerful sowing and sowing your last and uh, sowing uh, a certain amount that you own, like your tithes and your offerings. They talk about that. And I believe that for some people, this is their this is their way, whether they have the means, so to speak, to do it or not. So I think I agree with what you said, Willie, but I think even deeper about that. I think, you know, not just even people with money, but also just the the everyday person who says I have five dollars I can send. I have an extra five. Does this make sense? Absolutely. It makes sense. And I think one of the other issues that we're that we're kind of leaving out or not necessarily talking about is that usually when things happen within our country, we band together to help. 
when there was the issue in Texas and they needed water and there was an issue with electricity, et cetera, the country comes together, people come together to help. That is very normal. Now, these, uh, you know, the millennials out here, I don't know if they remember public service announcements. They were these commercials. They used to come on. They would have all these different celebrities and athletes, et cetera, talking about different issues that they cared about, asking people to donate money to all of these different causes. Now, these were more like proactive public service announcements, but I kind of view this as a public service announcement to say, hey, guys, this is happening right here in our own country. We can be of help. We've helped. Can you help? And I think now people are so socially aware um, and they are looking at all of these different things that it that you're triggered by someone donating $10 million and asking other people to donate. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you be so triggered by someone wanting to help out other residents in this country when you yourself are a multimillionaire? Mm. Like, it's not like he is separate from The Rock. He probably has greater net worth than The Rock, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And so why is it that you're triggered that these people are deciding to utilize their platform, to utilize their prominence, to bring attention to an issue, to put their money towards it and asking other people to. Mm-hmm. Why are you triggered? Mm. Yeah, it, that's a g- fantastic question. Um, and, you, and you raised that question well. Uh, Pretty Brown Mimi says, uh, well, forensic accountant says Californians need to be careful when answering the question. I believe what you're talking about is at the uh, at the checkout stand when you're at the register. There's a lot of anti-California bias in America. You could be next. Uh, Pretty Brown Mimi says Oprah and mm. Dwayne don't have to do anything. This is U.S. government responsibility to help our fellow citizens. Well, that that's another thing. I mean, if Oprah and The Rock are talking about, well, all we're going to do is put on this, this PSA and we just hope you guys donate. That's one thing. I mean, but even that is, is a big deal because they're essentially they're a commercial. <laughs> I mean, reaching millions and millions of people um so using their platform and their voices is is really good i think that is also a resource but in addition they went ahead and put 10 million dollars of their own money into this so for their for them i think people are like well why did why wasn't it a hundred million (laughs) why wasn't it 500 million why didn't you guys put the whole thing in there and you know i think it's just such selfish um Selfish thinking. People people are so myopic in their view. But the other the other part of it is, you know, I was going to say this as you were talking. I was thinking about the fact that sometimes we don't think. You know, you you said that we come together. We sort of galvanize right around a particular subject. You know, or not a subject, but something uh, traumatic that happens. Right. That's really optimistic. That's really optimistic. And I, 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 I think that's a beautiful way of thinking. And you're not wrong. But oftentimes I see people who sort of look the other way because it doesn't affect their immediate proximity. You see what I'm saying? They're like, oh, well, that's mm-hmm. over. That's 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 across the waters, even though Hawaii is, is still up there a part of us. But they, they don't think, you know, uh, that it affects them necessarily. So people, some people, a lot of people won't necessarily uh, look internally and say, well, what could I do to help out? You know, so that's really unfortunate with um, the way people think. I think so much could be solved if we looked at 
at each other. Uh, I love Penny Thompson in here. She made a great point. She was like, being a good Samaritan, you know, just be be a good Samaritan. And that means not just in your own, you know, community, your own five-mile radius. That means in the in the country, in the world. How do you give back to the world? And I want to kind of touch on something that Forensic Accountant had said about California needs to kind of be careful because the truth is mm. they are one natural disaster away from being like Maui as well. We know what has been happening with wildfires in California and the lack mm. of aid that California has been getting and the mudslides as well, the earthquakes. So I think what Forensic Account was attempting to say is like this could be us next. So while we are chastising or while Nick is chastising these people for help in California may need some help soon. Mm. Also, one of the, one of the people said it should be the government responsibility to help fellow citizens. Let's talk about that because yeah. a lot of people have been a little bit upset with the current administration because they have been sending a lot of money to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And now that Maui is having this natural disaster and they say $700 isn't enough. Mm -hmm. It's not enough mm -hmm. for them, especially when you're sending billions to other countries. So I think um, right now, kind of the overall sense is we got to really be taking care of home and making sure that those that are in the United States are doing well and have a good quality of life before we start looking abroad, sending money abroad, sending aid abroad, because we've got some issues that we need to tackle right here. Yeah, I think that that's well said. But unfortunately, that's the that's that's simplified, you know, and I know you know this. I'm not I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. But when, anytime we start talking about the government, we're talking about a political point of view here. This is all politics. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And so uh, I wish that we can get back to humanity. Humanity is all that mm -hmm. matters. There's nothing wrong with, with helping Ukraine. There's nothing wrong with that. But can we look at what's going on in our own backyard? You know, um, right. And, and that's the, the biggest problem that I have. I mean, when we start, obviously, this could get into a whole other conversation about voting and, you know, uh, getting our people to vote. I mean, there's we can go on in that direction, but I'm going to I'm going to draw it back in for a second because uh, there's, you know, sometimes you want to say there's nothing we could do about that. But there is. I mean, we I, obviously we could we could start with the vote. But, um, you know, sometimes when we're looking so high we're talking about the government and, and those people who are uh who are running our country that's fine and we should and we should hold them accountable but sometimes we have to we have to bring it back down to a to a, a different level mm -hmm. and to, to talk about ourselves look at each other and say what can we do to help you know so at the end of the day i applaud oprah i applaud um Dwayne the Rock I don't know what whether to call him Dwayne or the Rock I can just call him the Rock just call him Dwayne just call him Dwayne the Rock Johnson is what mm -hmm. Andy says I should do <laughs> okay I applaud the two of them for using their voices and their money and what we know about anything we've been talking about this uh over the past couple of days or several days what we know is that no matter how much good you do in the world people are always 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 gonna find something wrong with it and and blame you for something that's just the bottom line of it Andy, i know that's right yeah andy you wanted to go ahead and say something black folk we have and i stand to be corrected i think we have like a three trillion dollar spending power yes if all of us just dropped one dollar 
we definitely can help. We can move mountains. All of us have a Netflix account, right? We, we spend that $10 or now it's like $15, $16 a month now. Mm-hmm. Take a dollar out of that situation. We can help out. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, we can do that. We can do that all day. I mean, that kind of goes back to my point, though, of, you know, the fact that we only really care about what's going on in our I, I'm just I'm using a general statement here, but in our own home, in our own backyard, with our own family. But the problem with that is what you reap, you also will sow. So I feel that's why I always try to do good in the world. I try to I try to put goodness into the world because I've been so blessed in my life and I can and I there's no real reason why. There's no real reason, but I'm telling you, I am a good person. I do good in the world. And so that has come back to me triple, quadruple fold. And that to me is the answer. I feel like if we looked at things from that perspective, we rather than holding on and trying to to grab at, at straws and grab at the pennies that you got because you don't want to you don't want to give to anybody else, if you released it, it'll come back to you triple fold. My thoughts. Whitley, that I mean, I ain't trying to preach, but I'm saying yeah. that's that's a word. Come on, press down, shaking together and come running on. over. Let them know. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Because a blessing ain't never miss me. A blessing ain't miss me either. Whitley, come on now. She over here speaking my language. Fahima Sex says, no good deed goes unpunished. Absolutely. Very, very well said. Um, get on board this positive train headed to heaven, Penny Thompson says. Love one another to help one another uh, and with without the negative vibes. I completely understand and agree with you. Um Deborah Chacoa says we shouldn't wait for the government. People need to help people as crises arise. Remember Katrina. Yes. Mm-hmm. Applause. Yes, applause. Um, Hunter Wellington, we should not wait, but it takes a village and the government is part of that village. They absolutely are. All right. Well, listen, we're going to table that conversation and move on to our next conversation because I really want to get your opinion on this NBA, the culture of the NBA and the WNBA as it uh, as it you know relates to, to sports in general. Um, we'll talk about that on the other side. Right now, we've got news, traffic, and sports. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Lil Real Howry. Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Happy birthday to Two Chains. Hey. All right. Let's let's dive on back into our conversations. If you are just joining us, well, welcome. Where have you been? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Raw Report. We were just having a conversation on the other side, talking about rich people and should rich people be asking for donations? Oprah and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, they have helped to create the Maui Relief Fund, and we know that they've donated $10 million to this fund, but they are still putting it out there in case anybody else does want to donate. Some people think that is in bad taste. Nick Cannon says there is there's basically no reason for any rich person to ask for money. He thinks that it's in poor taste. Uh, I disagree with that. And uh, it seems like for the most part, most of you do as well. And according to our chat, 77 percent of you said that uh, that they should be asking for donations. Twenty two percent of you disagree. Um, But I do want to go ahead and move forward with our conversation. Um, with Whitley Yates, who we have on the phone joining the Rob Report. 
And, okay, Willie, okay. I have such a, this is, trigger warning, trigger warning. We are talking about domestic violence. We are talking about abuse between relationships. And this is all within the sports arena. But specifically right now, we're talking about the NBA and the WNBA as it, as it pertains to Kevin Porter Jr., who was arrested over in New York for, um, for assault as well as strangulation of his girlfriend, um, 26-year-old Kaiser Gondrizic. And she, she suffered a whole fractured neck vertebrae. I mean, I, I, I'm talk about triggered, Whitley. Like, I'm so triggered by this entire story. Before I move on to talk about, uh, you know, our thoughts on what happens and what should happen as a result of these charges and things like that, give me your thoughts. Um, I, I know you saw the story, heard about the story. He has since posted bail, $75,000 bail. And um, so he's free. I don't know if they're going to work it out. With his, with, you know, between him and his, uh, his WNBA beautiful girlfriend, by the way, she's an actress and a model, but she also plays uh, for the, she's a free agent now, but she plays for the WNBA. Um, your thoughts on this, Whitley? I, I'm triggered. I think anytime there's accusations and allegations of domestic violence and someone has been hurt, um, that it's a very serious matter. I think that reading some of the details of this story was saddening, mm. um, enraging. I am, I'll say this, there have been a lot of domestic cases, specifically with celebrities, entertainers, and athletes that have come up in the last two to three years. And I think we're told that, you know, the, the air is to believe all women, especially in cases like this. And so after reading this story and hearing about the fractures, and some of the fractures, I mean, are very intrusive, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? I'm kind of waiting to see how the NBA is going to react, but I'm also waiting to see what other information is released because I do remember feeling this exact same way about Jonathan Majors, and we know how that story kind of turned out. Mm. So I am sad, and as someone that was a victim of domestic violence, mm -hmm. I'm saddened by hearing it, but I'm cautious to condemn until I see all the facts, mm. because as of late, there have been a lot of hoax happening and things going on where people are saying one thing, and then we find out it's something else. Hmm. Um, but my heart goes out to anybody that is suffering or dealing with domestic violence or in any types of those relationships um, where you are not safe. There is a center in Los Angeles called the Genesis Center that you can go to if you or someone you know is struggling with domestic violence and looking to get away. Hmm. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, prayerfully, if anybody needs help, that they, you know, they're they're hearing this. They they heard your message. I hear you. I definitely hear you in regards to having all the information. That is usually what I live by. And in this case, I think there is enough information for me. I think there's enough. Mm -hmm. We've seen 
or there's there's reports of uh, what she suffered. There's reports of what she's going through and um, physical evidence of her body, her her person, what she had gone through. And the fact that he was arrested and charged is enough for me. Um, we've we've this is a little bit too early to see what his consequences are going to be. But we do know that recently, I mean, the, the list goes on, by the way. If you look up NBA and the culture and and how and how many people have been arrested for domestic violence, just that specific situation alone, that that umbrella alone, there are so many players. Uh, we were talking about the um, MLB. Is it's technically he's an MLB player, uh, Julio Urias. Am I pronouncing this right, Uri- Urias? Um, Mm -hmm. plays for the Dodgers and he was recently uh, he was recently charged with domestic violence as well because he was seen having a physical altercation with a woman who turns out to be his wife if I'm not mistaken by that Um, right here at the BMO stadium this was in, in LA this was after a soccer match. It turns out that there was uh, video footage of it. People didn't know at the time that he was a Dodger, and they turned it over to authorities, and sure enough, they find out that it's him. And it says, though, if you read into it, that his locker has recently been removed from the clubhouse. I'm sure there are some other things that have followed as they're investigating this situation. And you hear those words a lot. And oftentimes, I know, and I know just as a community because I read a lot, and I read people people's comments and I, I I'm pretty thorough with that type of thing people don't like to hear when there is evidence they don't like to hear um it, we're investigating this situation we're investigating the mm-hmm. incident they don't like to hear that they want to know what we see on camera now sure enough we don't know what could have happened prior we have to give some grace there some leniency because we don't know the fullness but what we see oftentimes on camera is enough for a lot of people to say that's that's enough for me um so in that case he has you know his his locker has been taken away but we also know that um miles um i'm missing Yes, he was uh, Miles Bridges from the Hornet. Yes, he was recently also uh, charged for domestic violence, and he was he was given a thirty game uh, suspension. And my thing is this, though, Whitley, like, <sighs> and a lot of these players are young, by the way. A lot of these players are young and 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 dumb, and you know don't know any better, or they do know better, by the way. So I, that's a correction on my part. They do know better, but they they have not really experienced real life yet they they've sort of come from um humble beginnings all of a sudden they're in the they're in the league they're getting all this money women throwing themselves at them if they have a uh a spouse or a partner they're like okay well you need to adhere to my lifestyle and what i say goes because i'm 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 pretty much funding this whole thing so this is how a lot of the players think and i know because i knew a lot of players back in the day <laughs> i knew a lot of players so i'm not mm-hmm. saying that at, overall that I'm I'm being very general here but not every guy thinks that way in the NBA or just in different leagues but my thing is this is 30 is a 30 game suspension enough for actual proof and being charged with domestic violence to a degree where you have 
fractured someone's neck vertebrae. Now, I'm not saying 30. This the, we're talking about two different incidents here, but I'm just saying I'm just taking that as a as a uh, as a general principality. Now, taking that 30 game suspension and putting that over here to Kevin Porter Jr. Is that would that be enough, or is it like no, we don't want to have anything to do with you at all? So we're kicking you off our team or getting rid of you. What what works here in this in this incident? I think it's really hard to set um, a basic standard because all of these cases are different. However, you are noticing a culture of domestic violence when it's coming from athletes. And I think that the NBA should change its stance on how they're dealing with these cases on a case-by-case basis Mm -hmm. because I do think that they need to set Um, the standard that it's not okay. If you think back, we have the issue with Ray Rice. You had Lance Stevenson, where he had allegedly pushed somebody down the stairs. Um, There have been many different incidents. I even think Ron Artest at one point uh, allegedly had an incident. So there have been many different incidents with uh, athletes, basketball players, football players, professional athletes that have been in these domestic disputes. We've watched videos of altercations and different things like that. And while I understand it's kind of hard to make a baseline determination when each case is different, I think that their stance needs to be stronger to create a culture so that if you perpetuate these acts of violence, then you know that the consequences will be heavy. Hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. And I do want to give this update. Thank you to um, thank you to Forrest. Uh, I lost the I lost the the comment. Okay, um, Forrest Harrison says Dodgers pitcher Julio Urias was let go from the team today. Wow, today for domestic violence. Um, I I I like that. I like that, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the swift movement the swift the swift action of the Dodgers I will say this though mm-hmm. you know how we've developed a, a standard this is the last thing I'll say and, and you know we'll kind of wrap it up but we have uh just in society just a, as an overall standard we say when it comes to a woman who is uh, accusing someone of sexual assault we say believe her first believe mm-hmm. her first that is the standard right and then if you know um after he's been tried and, you know, you look into you, you further investigate, you find that he is innocent of that. Then, you know, obviously you there are there are consequences for this woman who who claimed, you know, um, who claimed something else. Right. But the standard, the immediate standard is to believe the woman first. Well, here's the mm-hmm. thing. I believe we should have a standard. When it comes to domestic violence, especially in cases where, you know, police have been called out, especially where Mm -hmm. there are uh, physical, physical, um, there's physical evidence upon one person or another, by the way, one person or another. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's just women because there are certainly men. We have seen it over and over and over again uh, where women are actually the perpetrator. Right. So. Um, but there should be a standard of believe you first and then let us do some investigation and see. Now, that's just on the legal tip. Going back to the actual league, again, standard. The first standard is, uh, or the, the in my opinion, the immediate standard is, okay, we're letting you go. 
period, point blank. Not 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 to what degree uh, did it happen? Not to you know, not that. And then you know, if you or 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 at least uh, at administrative uh, leave or something like that where you're not playing, mm-hmm. um, not just an automatic. I, I don't even think uh, think an automatic suspension because. You know, that's saying, okay, after these 15 games are up, you're back in. No, I think that you need to find out everything that happens before you're allowing any player back in. That's my my thought on the standard. I would agree, too, um, to be benched, taken out until the court proceedings, et cetera, have gone through. I think that overall what I'm – this is going to be tough because – I think what it says when they don't remove the players and the players are playing with the accusations over their heads while everyone is innocent until proven guilty, I think the problem is it could create a culture that you value entertainment and sports over the life, well-being, and safety of the people who've been abused. And I think that that is a very dangerous precedent to set that ticket sales, that basketball games, and that championships are greater than um, someone's life is not the precedent that the NBA wants to say, and I'm pretty sure it's not the message that they want to send uh, to little girls watching. So definitely, I think they have to be very careful about how they're handling these situations, but they also need to create a culture where people feel safe, mm-hmm. right, engaging with athletes. And I think that it's the NBA's responsibility and the owner's responsibility and the athlete's responsibility to make sure that they're upholding such a standard. Completely, completely agree with you. Lavelle says, Lavelle DeLone says, uh, immediate suspension pending investigation. That's the perfect way to put it. Well, um, Whitley, obviously, I love talking to you. Thank you so much for calling the Raw Report. Let everybody know where they can find you. All right, you guys can find me at Whitley J. Yates on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, she said that was some, you know, some, 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 you know, some authority. Put some, put some respect on your name. All right, well, we, we appreciate you, Whitley J. Yates, on Instagram and Twitter uh, or X or whatever you call it these days. Enjoy the rest of your night, and I hope to talk to you very, very soon, Whitley. Absolutely. All right. Well, when we come forward, we do have a who's got next and what not to miss on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Well, let's get right into this. This song is so cool. It's Doe called When I Pray. This is Doe When I Pray. Whoa, I'm loving the vibe. Loving the vibe. I love the song. Yeah, you guys do too. Right now, y'all said you're loving it. You said you're loving it. All right. Well, listen, it has been a great show. I love the topics today. I love the engagement. Thank you so much for everybody who's checking in on YouTube. I appreciate you guys. And those of you who are listening on the app or the station, wherever you are listening to The Raw Report, we appreciate you so much. And uh, what I don't want you to miss, listen, the MTV... VMAs are happening tonight and Diddy is getting the Icon Award and so good for Diddy. Nice. Good job. 
Um, yeah, but if you like watching people and performances and people in fashion, okay, go ahead and check that out again. That's MTV VMAs that's happening tonight. Uh, thank you guys so much. You know, it's we're happening. We're doing it again tomorrow. You know, same time, same place. <laughs> I'm Robin Ayers. You, you listen. You can't change the station. Don't change the dial because you already know Zoe Williams with the voice of reason. It's gonna be hot like fire. He's coming up next when we come forward. Remember, today and every day forward, be a blessing.